0: Over. Okay. All right, welcome. We're live so today. We're starting on the Mahasatrupa Sutta. I'm guessing we'll get maybe halfway through. It's a pretty simple sutta. Um, it's just a lot of repetition, so we probably won't do it all simply because of the amount of Pali that we have to chant. But the uh, the actual English. That we're going to study is probably we'll probably skip over some parts just because it's very repetitious, repetitive. Okay, ready to start. Again, as usual, we will be first chanting the poly and then reading and studying the English still. <clears throat> Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhatsa Namo tasa bhagavato e arahato sammasambuddhatsa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato
1: sammasambuddhatsa
0: Ewan me sutan me kam samayan bhagavan Raja-gahe viharati jikicca jik guhte Achir Pacan de vadate, Tatrako Bagavade Agarasma Oti Parideve, he duke, domana se, he upaya se, he du cordino duca pareto. Apevanamaimasa kevalasa duca candasa. Antakiria panya tati. So evampam bachito, samano la pasaca rosilo Abini battei. So ten a la basaka silo keena atamano ho di
1: satanu
0: I may bananye viku apanyata apesakrati. So manjati pamanjati. PAMADANG APAJATI pamato SAMANO LUKKANG VIHARATI SAIYATAPI VIKAVE PURISO SARATIKO
1: SARGA
0: VESI SARAPAYE SANANG GARAMANO MAHATO RUKAS SATIRTATTO SARA Kameva, sarang matikama matikāma vegaṁ patikāma tachāṁ tatikāma papatikāṁ saranti ādaya-paka-meya-sārānti-manyamāno
1: tamenam jakuma
0: na watayang bhavang puriso sarang, na anyasi begam, na anyasi tacham, na anyasi papartikam, na anyasi
1: tatayang bhavang
0: puriso saratiko saragavesi, Sarabari sanam jaramano mahatoru. Rukas atitvato saravato aticam revas saram aticam a pegang
1: aticam
0: a saranti manyamano. Yanjasasari nasarakarni, young tanjasa atangan babisatiti. Eva meva cobik away, puto. Sada agarasma anagari young pambachito hoti. Hotinomijadi adjaraya marle, soke dukehi Do domana sehi vaya sehi dukortin no dukkha pareto apeva nama imasa kevala santa kiriya so, I want to
1: So, I
0: want to be paripurna So, I param vambhi ti aham asmi labha sakkarasi
1: ime pannaññe
0: bhikkhu apanyata appe sotena labha sakkarasi loki namajjati pamajjati pamadanga parjati pamatto samano dukkam viharati I am wuchati bikaway bikusaka palasan agai si brahma jariyasati natavo sanhana padi idapana bikaway kachoku laputo O tin nom hi jati ya jaraya marane nasukehi paridewehi dukehi domana sehi ubayasehi dukodi no Kavalasa duka kandasa and takiria panyaye tati. So evam pambachito samana la So tena la Siddhi na na atta tina so na paripurna saṅkha po Sote na labha sakkara siloke na na atta nukam na parangvam beti Sote labha sakkara siloke na na majati na na apajati
1: Apamato Samano
0: Silasampa sila
1: sampadaya
0: daya at the mano ho ti paripuna So
1: tie sila sampa
0: at tanukan he may pananye be papa dammati.
1: So die a seal
0: of some padaya, Pamato, someano, do come reality. Say puriso, Sarapari Sanam Charamano Mahaturukasa Tiptato Saravato Adikame wasaram Adikameva Vipagan, Ting Adikama Papatikam Jetwa Adaya Pakameya saranti-manyamano-dhamilam puriso so iswahe vangvadeya navatayang bhavam pegum na begum, na na Tata young Saratiko Saraduesi
1: Sarapariwe
0: Sanam Jaramano Mahado Rukas Satipato Saravato Atikami was Saran
1: Atikam
0: Pekumatikam Patachan Patikangitwa Adayapakanto Sarantimanyamano.
1: Yanchasa in
0: a saracarni young tanchasa Eva may go big away, Sada agarasma and agariam babadito hoti.
1: Oti no hittati
0: a sokehi. Paride domana se, upaya se, duco tino pareto, a kevalasa duka so, one papa samano, lava saca, silo, kang, So, deina lava saca, silo, kin, and So,
1: deina
0: lava saca, silo,
1: kin,
0: Sati nalabha sakkara silokhi nanamad jati napamad jati napamadang apad
1: jati. samano sasila
0: sampadang araditi. So die Sampadaya Tamanoho Tiparipuna Sankapo. So die Sampadaya
1: Tanukam City. Karam one eighty.
0: Ahamas me see love, So so, die sampadaya seal, the sampa, die pamato, samano, dukam, viharati ayam am with chati, vika, wevika, paati, Ida panamika veka cho kula putto saddha agar asma anagaliya bhabbati dohoti otin no mitati parideve hi dukehi domana sehi upaya wana ma mas sake wala and so we wambaji do la so, deign a la basaka as sankapo. So, deign la basaka as he So, na dunga prajati Apamato samano sila a sampa dunga deity. So die a seal a sampa diahatamano, otino, jaco, So a
1: sotāyassa ile sampadāya namajjatina
0: pamajjatina pamā dhamma paccati samāno samādhi sampadānāraditi sotāyassa samādhi sampadāya attamanno hoti paripunna sotaya samadhi sampadaya tanukhaṁ seti parāṁ vāṁ ahasmi samadhi 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 imē kacit to ime panānye bhikkhu asamahitavibhantacitādhi sotaya samadhi sampadaya madhjati pamadhjati Pamadana pajati pamato samano dukang yarati. Sayata
1: pibikawe puriso
0: saratiko saragalisi
1: sarapariye
0: sanangaramano mahado kasati. Tirtato saravato adikami wasaram apegu. Tachang jetwa da yapakameya saranti manyamano. The main angjakuma purisadiswa e wangwadeya. Nawata yamba puriso and yasisarang. Nanyasi pegum and Nanyasi, nanyasi papati gang, Tahiang Bawang Puriso, Saratiko, Saragavesi, Sarapari Sanang Jaramano, Mahado Rukas, Tito Saravato, Adikami, Sarang, Adikamabegum, Tachangi, Padayapanto, Saranti Manyamano. Yang jasa salin asara karni yang jangan jasa atang nane bahis agari O Tino, Ijati, a jarayamaranina
1: so Bari dewe, duke,
0: domana sehi upaya sehi
1: Duke, no
0: duca pareto, a playwana, <coughs> maimasa,
1: kevalasa,
0: duca, candasa, and tati. <clears throat> so, we want Pampajito Samano, love a
1: saka
0: So, tain a love
1: a saka silo cane
0: and a So,
1: Naparam so ten sankara la basa carasilo
0: namajati na pamajati na pamadanga samano si the sam Silasampadaya deity. So tamano tino chaco sankapo.
1: Sotaya I seal
0: the Sampada in the Tang Napa Rangwam Napa Napa Samato. Samadhi okay. Sampadhang Araditi Sataya Samadhi Sampadaya Atta Manohoti Paripurna Sangkapo
1: Sataya Samadhi Sampadaya
0: Atta Nukhang Siti Param VAM baby AHAM me samahito,
1: a biku. A samahita, we banta jitati.
0: samadi sampadaya majati, a
1: pama
0: pamato, pama samano, dukam VIHARATI
1: AYAM young biku Akkahesi pramacharyasa.
0: Tenachosanamabhadi.
1: Alright, stop there. Oh, that's a tough one. Alright. Threw us inward from the very beginning.
0: So, the Mahasaroppama Sutta. This group, if you've noticed, these suttas are in pairs, most of them. There's the great one and the lesser one. So, next sutta is going to be the Chulasa. So. The side, this it's just a way of distinguishing them. One is considered to be, I think it's, some of them are just because they're longer, some because they're more, maybe more in depth. So, greater and lesser, it's, sometimes it just seems based on length. But uh, probably depth is a better way of explaining the, the
1: pairing. Okay, so let's get started with this one. <coughs> Thus have I heard. On one occasion the Blessed One was living at Rajagaha on the mountain vulture peak. It was soon after Devadatta had left. There, referring to Devadatta, the Blessed One addressed the bhikkhus thus.
0: Okay, so background story. The, the sutta really has nothing to do with Devadatta, but um, it's the reason for the Buddha giving the sutta. Uh, Devadatta left. going to be... Uh, Right. So, so first he tried to kill the Buddha on several occasions to become the leader of the Sangha and then he broke away and tried to establish his own his own sect with himself as, as head. He tried to kill the Buddha in, in several different ways and succeeded in hurting the Buddha by dropping a uh, dropping a rock on him actually from Vulture's Speak. It was above the Buddha. and he, he dropped some kind of a boulder, kind of like wily coyote, on the Buddha, and actually succeeded in hurting the Buddha. And then he split the Sangha up. And he got. Uh, I guess earlier on he had gotten Ajatasattu on his side. What. What happened is. He saw all of the other, great disciples of the Buddha getting, all of these great. Uh, all this great support from lay people, and he was uh, he was disappointed that he wasn't getting any of this sort of support. He figured that he deserved some some sort of similar <laughs> some similar sort of fame uh, or or gain from being a monk and. So he thought about, well, these these guys all have their lay people who support them. Why is it that no one supports me? He thought he was as good as them. And so he went out to find his own supporters, and he went to Ajatasattu, the king's uh, son, the prince. Prince of Rajagaha, And he talked to Ajatasattu um, and convinced him to kill the king. He, he laid out this plan as follows. Uh, he, t- he told the the prince that he should kill kill the king and become king, and Devadatta himself would kill the Buddha. The so way he did it is, he went to Ajatasattu with all these magical powers. He transformed himself into a young boy and went and sat on his lap. And he had this like this python around his neck. It was a some kind of uh, this. Kind of magical image that he gave to the prince, and 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 impress the prince using his magical powers, kind of prostituting himself, his powers out there, uh, showing off, which is actually a common, more common thing than than people may know, whether whether real powers or fake powers, it's uh, magical powers are a good way to get gullible to believe that you're enlightened. So he told Davidatta, he convinced Davidatta to follow him, he convinced Dajatdasudu to follow him, and 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 they don't have this plan and so Adidas, Adidas, Adidas was uh, successful in killing his father but Devadatta of course was not successful in killing the Buddha and then eventually he decided to leave but I think the point is that whole the reason for giving the suttas this whole idea that Devadatta was was, was upset uh, mainly because the, what he expected to get out of the, out of the practice of the Buddha's teaching uh, was uh, was gain. And so the Buddha is going to talk about how that's obviously not the reason for becoming a monk and practicing the Buddhist teaching. So he's going to set up five types of, five types of people who search for hardwood, and we're going to go through three of them today.
1: What is the name of Devodata mean? I don't know. Right. Bhikkhus, here comes some clansman. Goes forth. Here some clansman go. Clansman goes forth out of faith from the home life into homelessness. I think it means someone
0: who's given by the angels. That would be given, or given to the angels. Given by the angels, probably a gift from the gods, kind of thing. A gift from the
1: gods. <laughs> yeah. Considering, I am victim of birth, aging, and death. Of sorrow lamentation pain grief and despair I'm a victim of suffering a prey to suffering surely an ending of this whole mass of suffering can be known when he has gone forth thus he acquires gain honor and renown he is pleased with that gain honor and renown and his intention is fulfilled on account of it he lauds himself and disparages others thus I am one who gets gain and renown but these other bhikkhus are unknown of no account he becomes intoxicated with that gain, honor, and renown, grows negligent, falls into negligence, and being negligent, he lives in suffering. Yes, very dangerous.
0: This is something that is, you see quite, quite common, quite difficult to, to avoid. So this is a staple statement, one of the staple statements. It's actually one that they chant in, uh, in Thailand. And they do this in morning chanting, I think. So, Klansman just means... The word isn't... Klansman is probably a bad one, but the, m- the meaning is uh, someone from a good family. Kulaputta. Someone who is a, a son. Could be a daughter, but, but he kind of uses the son analogy. Uh, from a, a family, from from a good family. Who goes forth out of out of faith, out of confidence in the Buddha, because they haven't likely become enlightened yet. They go forth just out of faith, and they do so, considering this. They have the faith that surely, any of the whole mass, whole mass of suffering, which is a, uh, it's a good good um, verbalization of the. Of, of the feeling that we get, reasons for people, the reason why many people do leave the home life, realizing that they can't get, it, they can't be free from these things, wanting to find a way out. And so the first um, obstacle is that of renown, of becoming content with renown. So there's there's nothing wrong with acquiring gain, honor, and renown. And as with all good things, it's easy to become pleased with them. Actually, becoming pleased with them isn't apparently even the problem, I believe. Down, down below he's going to say pleased isn't the problem, but uh, one's intention being fulfilled, that's a problem. One, be, one is, is content with that. One feels like one has uh, accomplished something or one has, has reached some sort of goal, sort of goal or uh, one of two things happens. First of all, they become conceited about it. This is an expo- a, a description of conceit. They're, they actually disparage people, the, those monks, who don't get anything. They hold, they, they hold themselves up for something that is not worth holding up. It's this conceit over what one has, that one has accomplished something, one has acquired thing. And the other thing is that one becomes negligent. And this is the, the, the greater danger, actually. That uh, one will be complacent. This is the the danger that we face, not only as monks, but as le- but lay people also face this danger of becoming complacent. When things are good, it's hard to find people who want to practice meditation. Well, it's only when there's great suffering or great difficulty that uh, we want to meditate. So it's actually interesting that in Buddhist countries where monks are taken care of or where they live in 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 opulence and luxury, it's the lay people who are more inclined to meditate because the monks have it too good. Monks are able to live in in luxury.
1: All right, next paragraph. Suppose a man needing heartwood, seeking heartwood, wandering in search of heartwood, came to a great tree standing possessed of heartwood. Passing over its heartwood, its sapwood, its inner bark, and its outer bark, he would cut off its twigs and leaves and take them away thinking that they were heartwood. Then a man with good sight, seeing him, might say, This good man did not know the heartwood, the sapwood, the inner bark, the outer bark, or the twigs and leaves. Thus, while needing heartwood, seeking heartwood, wandering in search of heartwood, he came to a great tree standing possessed of heartwood, and passing over its heartwood, its sapwood, its inner bark, and its outer bark, he cut off its twigs and leaves and took them away, thinking they were heartwood. Whatever it was this good man had, had to make with heartwood, his purpose will not be served. So too, because here some clansman goes forth out of faith, he lives in suffering. This bhikkhu is called one who is taking the twigs and leaves of the holy life and stops short with that. The worst part of
0: the holy life. So so gain and and uh, what is it? Gain, honor and renown are the twigs and leaves of the holy life. Um, the idea being that hardwood is... is of course harder and, and more, it's the best part of the tree, it's what you use to make stuff out of it. So anything that you wanted to do with the greatness of the hardwood, of course cannot be, cannot be done with tweaks and leaps. So the second person, let's just uh, start here, goes forth, and here, start here.
1: When he has gone forth thus, he acquires gain, honor, and renown. He is not pleased with that gain, honor, and renown, and his t- intention is not fulfilled. He does not, on account of it, laud himself and disparage others. He does not become intoxicated with that gain, honor, and renown. He does not grow negligent and fall into negligence. Being diligent, he achieves the attainment of virtue. He is pleased with that attainment of virtue, and his intention is fulfilled. On account of it, he lauds himself and disparages others thus... I am virtuous, of good character, but these other bhikkhus are immoral, of evil character. He becomes intoxicated with that attainment of virtue, grows negligent, falls into negligence, and being negligent, he lives in suffering.
0: It's funny, I thought, they, I thought the, the Pali phrased it differently. I'm just going to see what the actual Pali said here. yeah it's a little bit different see appamato being a negligent being not being not not negligent uh, he puts out effort for the attainment of morality and him and he he uh, No, just a couple Oh Wait, that's the wrong one. All right, here's the one. B. Hmm. Yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's just a little bit because there's there's kind of uh, neg- it does not grow negligent and does not fall into negligent Where is it ara deity it's not Ara means puts out effort for the attainment of, of morality, not achieves. I believe ara I don't think means achieves. It's ara means puts forth. Maybe I'm maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that ara does not mean achieve. It means he puts out effort for the attainment of virtue, which is important to to mention that. That oh I don't know. Anyway, just uh, misses kind of an emphasis there on the fact that they put out the effort. Okay, but the point is he's he's uh, not content with gain and so on, even though he, he attains it, or whether he attains it or not, puts out effort to be virtuous. So this means keeping the rules of the Vinaya and maybe also practicing Dhratanga, and uh, being moral in terms of guarding the senses and so on, and not fidgeting and that kind of thing. Okay, thanks very.
1: Suppose a man needing heartwood, seeking heartwood, wandering in search of heartwood, came to a great tree standing possessed of heartwood. Passing over its heartwood, its sapwood, and its inner bark, he would cut off its outer bark and take it away thinking it was heartwood. Then a man with good sight, seeing him, might say, This good man did not know the heartwood or the twigs and leaves. Thus while needing the heartwood, he cut off its outer bark and took it, took it away thinking it was heartwood. Whatever it was this good man had to make with heartwood, his purpose will not be served. So too, bhikkhus, here some clansman goes forth out of faith. He lives in suffering. This bhikkhu is called one who has taken the outer bark of the holy life and stopped short with that.
0: So same thing. He's, he's at least getting closer to the, to something substantial, closer to the heartwood. He's not taking the leaves and the twigs now. He's actually taking the bark. And the next type of person yep. is, is one who uh, attains virtue, attains gain, acquires gain, but is not, but is not pleased, right? So it's important, that the idea of being pleased is important, not being pleased is important. Um, because being pleased leads to complacency, leads to thinking that your, your intention is fulfilled, and leads to arrogance and conceit and so on. The thing is, when you, uh, the pleasure, when there's delusion, it becomes conceit. You become uh, attached to it and, and feel proud of yourself. Desire is one thing, but it, it, it leads to the next level of conceit. It becomes uh, an actual sickness when you become conceited about it. Uh, okay, but what I want you to start reading. He's pleased with it. not pleased with the gain honor. He's pleased with, it's funny how, he's pleased with the attainment of virtue, but his intention is not fulfilled. Okay, start here. He is. He's being, pleased being, diligent, with being, diligent.
1: being diligent, he achieves the attainment of virtue. He is pleased with that attainment of virtue, but his intention is not fulfilled. He does not, on account of it, laud himself and disparage others. He does not become intoxicated with that attainment of virtue. He does not grow negligent and fall into negligence. Being diligent, he achieves the attainment of concentration. He is pleased with that attainment of concentration, as his intention is fulfilled. On account of it, he lauds himself and disparages others thus, I am concentrated, my mind is unified, but these other bhikkhus are unconcentrated, but their minds astray. He becomes intoxicated with that attainment of concentration, grows negligent, falls into negligence, and being negligent, he lives in suffering.
0: Okay, sorry, I want to go back a little bit, them. Um, so we have these next two types of negligence. The first one is with the morality. the person becomes conceited about their morality. This is something that you see uh, among those monks who actually do keep morality can become quite conceited about their uh, morality and be complacent about it. So monks who are very, very meticulous in their monastic life. There are a lot of forest monasteries that can get like this where they become, very, very much attached to their meticulous following of the rules down to every little aspect of their lives, how they sweep, how they clean, how they hang up their robes, how they put away their bowls, everything, all sorts of good behavior, but they become conceited and complacent about it. It's actually quite a common thing. We can become complacent even over our keeping of the five precepts. People become complacent over keeping the eight precepts and become uh, conceited about it become conceited about the Dutangas, they become conceited about their guarding of the senses and so on. Now, that's not so easy to see, but become complacent with morality, become complacent like a, as though being a monk were like being a soldier, so they become complacent with being able to live the life perfectly. And then with concentration this of course comes with those people who actually do, those monks who actually do go out no, here we are do go out and attain concentration. But then they become complacent with this, of the practice of Samatha meditation. is for monks who practice the jhanas and become complacent with it, and look highly upon that, and look down upon those monks who haven't attained concentration. So they still have this conceit in their mind, this idea of being better than others, of having a higher mind, and they become proud of it, and they become complacent with the pleasure and the happiness that comes from tranquility meditation. And the simile.
1: Suppose a man needing heartwood, seeking heartwood, wandering in search of heartwood, came to a great tree, standing possessed of heartwood. Passing over its heartwood and its sapwood, he would cut off its inner bark and take it away, thinking it was heartwood. Then a man with good sight, seeing him, might say, This good man did not know the heartwood or the twigs and leaves. Thus, while kneading the heartwood, he cut off its inner bark and took it away, thinking it was heartwood. Whatever it was this good man had to make with heartwood, his purpose will not be served. So too, bhikkhus, here some clansman goes forth out of faith, he lives in suffering. This Biku is called one who has taken the inner bark of the holy life and stopped short with that."
0: So, he's actually gotten to the inner bark. Now, one thing I didn't address is this whole idea that he lives in suffering it's interesting how one how, how we can think that this person lives in suffering and actually in some ways they don't, in many cases they don't in some way they don't live in suffering. Like even a person who just gains um, material gain and renown and, and honor and praise and so on uh, people bowing down to him and so on feels kind of happy because of that and can, can live in great pleasure for some time. Um, but the point I would say is that once their mind becomes defiled, you see the the um, as it becomes an addiction, as they become complacent with it, they live in suffering in many different ways. They live in suffering because of their own discontent, their own inability to become satisfied, to be satisfied, no matter how much they get. Uh, other people begin to to rub on them and to to become. Uh, antagonistic towards them, seeing that they are living in, in negligence and living in opulence and so on and they get in fights with people and so on. They become feel, they'll feel guilty realizing that they're not keeping the rules and having to pretend to be something that they're not having to pretend to be real monks when they're not actually keeping the rules and so on. Those monks who keep the rules We'll still live in great suffering and I mean I guess that's the point another the point is that um, they're living as monks so they have to live with all these rules they have to live in, the, in in forest they have to live away from all of the trappings of the of lay life even though they want them even though they're still attached to them and so a monk who has morality of course has to live strict so has a lot more suffering Keeping morality can be a lot of suffering if your mind is not focused. And so that's such a person, for sure, when they become complacent with it, and they're just set and focused on living the life, once they, uh, once the dust settles and they, they, they have to live the life as a over the long term, year in and year out, it becomes a lot of suffering for them, having to abstain from so many different things. When their minds are not focused, there's so much craving and so much want for so many different things that it's a constant struggle to keep the rules even though they have the effort they may have the effort to do it it's it's quite painful moreover because they're not focused because they're not going any further again people will look down upon them when they realize that they have nothing to teach they have no real wisdom and no understanding not even any concentration their minds are not focused and so they will be uh, and they will be criticized for that and moreover their minds are going to have guilt and so on and they're at least going to have a lot of Mental torture, because they're living a life only suited for those who have concentration. Now, people who have concentration; it's debatable as to whether they would have necessarily any suffering at all. They're doing something really good, actually. The sort of suffering they might have is the realization that they haven't gained any wisdom, and so the the, the there would be the constant battle to maintain the concentration. A person who has practiced tranquility meditation has to constantly. Uh, reinforce it because it's called it's, a, it's a sankharaduka. dukkha. It's, it's a formation, it's an artifice that you have to keep building up and it keeps falling down and falling apart. Your concentration keeps being disturbed and every time it is you have to put it back together, you have to rebuild the concentration. And then there's the guilt of not actually cultivating wisdom, the uh, conflicts that can arise because of lack of wisdom there can be still great conceit, people who have have tranquility. And this is the example of Devadatta, because Devadatta was someone who had practiced tranquility meditation and he had attained the jhanas and even magical powers. But he still had a lot of conceit and it was it ended up leading to great suffering. And I guess the, the last thing is because it doesn't prevent you from doing evil deeds in the way that it didn't prevent Devadatta from performing evil deeds, it's still a cause for great suffering in the future and future lives. Devadatta ended up going to hell, even though he had cultivated tranquility and developed it to the point of gaining jhana, jhana. So that's the first half of the Mahasarupama Sutta. Tomorrow we will be finishing that off with the other two the other two similes.
1: So thank you for tuning in. Have a good night.